Welcome to Prayer on the Air. My name is Angela Montano. You're listening to a podcast in which I'm interested in transmitting the power of prayer on your behalf, that you, that I, that all of us listening, no matter what time of day or night it is, no matter where we are, that we open to the realization that we're okay. You're okay. Besides what you're feeling and thinking, you're okay. That's something Byron Katie says. Besides what you're thinking and feeling, are you okay? Stunningly, the answer is yes. So many of us live in our heads, worrying, dreading, fretting, going over scenes of something that happened a million years ago or yesterday, just living in some state of fear. Now, prayer is an elixir to that. Prayerfulness is a willingness to live in communion with well-being, communion with love. And we get to the point where in prayer, we almost can't even tell, you know, is the prayer praying us or are we praying? So the head and all of its worries, all of its fears, all of its dreads begins to sink into the heart. When I say heart, I mean sink into the heart that the presence of God, the presence of love that you're born out of, that you are. I love that term or that phrase, the head sinking into the heart. That's by Rupert Spira. I'm so thrilled with a book he wrote recently. I'm reading it right now. I'll tell you what page I'm on. I'm going to grab it here. I'm on page 44. And it is not a very long book. It, it's like 116 pages. So I'm less than halfway through. But what thrills me is Rupert Spira is a teacher of non-duality, which I'm very interested in. And the kind of prayer methodologies I have studied have been non-dual, meaning that more than like I'm a separate person praying to a God somewhere far away, the prayer methods relate to God is everywhere present right here, right now, in this room, in this office that I'm in, in the chair I'm on, in um, in the desk I'm leaning against, that this presence is even in the clothes I'm wearing and it's in me. It's seeing through the eyes through which I look. It's hearing through the ears of which I have. And I cannot be separate from the vast, mysterious love that is. And so God is omnipresent, omniscient. And in this omniscience, in this omnipresence, in this omnipower, you know, you just begin the prayer with the sense that God is, or if that word's loaded for a lot of people, prayer is a loaded word, uh, love is, spirit is, kindness is, love, beauty is. And then in non-dual prayer, the second part of prayer is to just deepen in your own unification, your own recognition that, that you live in unity. Um, even unification isn't quite accurate a word because it's like, well, we've got to get what's separate together. The only place or way from a non-dual perspective that we can be separate from God is in our thinking 
So it's always about a correction in thinking, an error in thinking. And so with step two, we just drop into our unity with all that God is, meaning there's no fear there. Step three is, is, is realization. And this realization step is realizing that in the midst of whatever frightens me, scares me, worries me about anything in the world and beyond, that this divine power of love is in the center and the circumference of it. So by the time you get to the realization step, you're resting in a way. You're resting, you're witnessing, you're really miracle-minded. And the fourth step is gratitude. You speak a word of gratitude for the realization that with love for you, with love for whatever you're praying about, nothing can be against you. And then simply the fifth step is release. Sounds so simple. Sometimes it's very hard to release a prayer, to release the concern, to really let go, to really let go. So what I've just outlined is affirmative prayer, a non-dual prayer method. And I learned that through the Centers for Spiritual Living. It used to be an organization called the Science of Mind. But it's not a very large religion. It's it's not even considered a religion. It's a study of spiritual principles. But it's not that big. It's not that well-known. It's not that widespread. So when Rupert Spira wrote the book, The Heart of Prayer, I was thrilled. Uh, and And I love what he, I'll just read the back of this book here for you because I'm, I want to know more about non-dual prayer and practice more of it, even though I've been doing it for 30 years. It says, the heart of prayer explores the highest form of prayer, that belief, the belief that we are separate, the belief that we are a separate person, a tiny part of a vast world leads us to project the idea of God beyond the world at an infinite distance from ourself. As this person, we enter into a devotional relationship with God. We surrender to God. This is the highest state of the individual, placing it in right relationship to the whole. However, when the individual is divested of all the qualities that is derived from the content of experience, it stands revealed as infinite being, God's being, and only being there is. As such, the individual does not pray, it is dissolved into prayer. Isn't it amazing how something comes to you right when you needed it? I needed this book. It was a gift to me by a beloved friend right when I got it, because I feel like that's what's happening to me. I feel like whatever me is, whatever I am is dissolving into prayer. I've always been somebody who loves to talk. I shut my eyes. The words come forward for the prayers. And yet lately, I just feel like I could just sit in silent prayer. 
Some people say silence is the highest form of prayer. I think words contain silence, though. And I think when you are praying from an awareness that the words you speak are the living capsules of energy that contain a silence, that there's something about the human connection of voice to voice that matters, that heals. You know, and so I, I wonder what words I will speak as this process of dissolution continues for me, supposedly continues for me. So this prayer on the air edition is different than our usual ones. Usually I meet live with people and we all write our prayer requests in. I hear the prayer requests and pray, but I've been off for several weeks. I am beginning back live this coming week. If you want to join me, AngelaMonteno.com and you sign up on my website and I'll send you the link for the live prayer on the air calls. They happen at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on Monday. But for now, I would just love us to contemplate what it is you might want to let go of right now. What is it that I might want to let go of right now? That's just me asking you what's burdening you, what's worrying you, what conjures up a feeling of dread. I almost feel like saying for me everything, you know, I can worry about anything and everything. And I can surrender anything and everything to this love that is and claim the equanimity and peace with what is. And I think what happens when we do this in prayer, in this state of surrender, we begin to empty. The worry empties, the fear empties. The blame empties, the shame empties, the incrimination empties, the anger empties, the righteousness empties. And in this state of emptiness, this is the thing that's amazed me through the years, is that the nature of the emptiness is the nature of love. I used to be so afraid on my spiritual journey that I was very compelled and called to. I felt like I wouldn't have any more personality. And this is a million years ago, but I, I was, when I was growing up in the 1970s, the word personality, like, oh, she's got a good personality. I don't hear people talk about personalities as much as they did when I was growing up, but I got complimented on my personality. And uh, you may not feel that way, but <laughs> anyway, I did. And I, I, it was like something I had to keep going. My personality, I had to have a good personality. I had to be liked. I had to win approval. And I thought the more I dissolved into God, would I become like a Stepford wife for God? Would I become personality-less? And the stunning thing is the more I've emptied, and the more I empty, and I have to empty out every day. But the more I continue to empty, the more authentic I feel, the more willingness to be myself I am. So that was a pleasant surprise. So back to my question, what's burdening you? What's frightening you? 
What's making you feel in some way that you're apart, separate from your good? Where do you feel helpless? Like, you know, you need someone else to do a certain thing in order for you to feel okay. I know that happens to parents a lot. Like, you know, I need my kid to, you know, heal from this addiction or to fix their marriage if they're an adult child. I need them to behave a certain way for me and in school. Like so much of our sense of well-being is like, well, I would be fine, but I have all these conditions that others need to meet, meet in order for me to be fine. You know, where are you held hostage by something's got to be a certain way? And does it have to be that way? Might you be okay even if it weren't the way you think it should be? Just tap into that possibility. The mind might say, for those of us who are perfectionists, you know, it's got to be perfect or I'm not okay. Maybe we could be okay no matter what. You know, prayer invites us to value that state of okayness no matter what. It's an unconditional peace, peace beyond human understanding. And when we open to that, we can radiate the light that we are unto whatever is occurring. It requires a lot of humility. Humility is the I don't know mind. My mind will say, I know how it should be. I know how it shouldn't be. I need to manipulate things to get it how I think it should be. But again, that's just a racket. That's really fear talking, believe it or not. Like your nature and my nature, your nature and my nature, our true nature is so powerful. We can radiate love no matter what and see what happens. Now, that sounds good, but that would mean I'd have to stop blaming, fault-finding, assessing things according to my experience. But my experience isn't all of reality. So I, I'm pausing now. I'm just taking a moment of pausing. I know it's a little strange in a podcast because you wonder, did it go away? Did it end? But I'm here. Could you value, could I, I value the well-being, the okayness that's alive and eternal within me, within you, that is not dependent on circumstance. There's a joy for me. There's a joy for you, not dependent on circumstance. That's the unconditioned joy, the unconditioned peace. That's really our true home. But we're so attached, aren't we? You're like, I don't really want to feel joy and peace, you know, if it doesn't mean getting my way. You know, let me get my way. Then I'll... I'll enjoy the peace and joy. Could I enjoy the peace and joy? And maybe it'll turn out the way I assume would be best, or maybe it won't. But what is your priority? What is my priority? When we're in survival mode, we're always prioritizing the condition. 
got to get this condition to be okay, to survive. But when we move beyond survival into more of a, oh, I don't even know what to call it. For some reason, I don't want to call it thriving. A lot of people say you go from surviving to thriving, but to me, it's like you go from surviving to being, to simply being. When you're being, you really show up for what are you hearing right now? What are you seeing? What's it feel like? Just feel your clothes on your skin, your shoes on your feet. Just notice all the colors around you. Could this moment be full enough? I'm always wanting to look out my window. I think nature calls us when we're prayerful because it tends to expand our minds, get out of our heads. So in just the little bit that I've said so far, I'm interested, What what's moving you? You know, we're, we're contemplative when we pray. Just find one little nugget of something that brought you from agitation to peace or from dread to presence or from fear to faith. Just see as we pray, we'll do a prayer right now. Just see what you might be able to let go of. Just see what joy you may be open to. No matter why, just because. So let us, let us pray. Ah. And I'm going to be using my words, but see if you can feel the, feel what each word is encapsulating. So we're going to begin by focusing our attention on our breathing. As we focus our attention on our breathing, let us begin to relax. Relax your skull. Relax your eye sockets. Relax your jaw. Ah, just really relax your head, your shoulders, your neck. And in this relaxing, let us consider that possibly we are held right now by a love greater than our own understanding. That right now something greater than my own comprehension of who and what I am is holding me. There's who and what I am, who and what you are, and then there's who and what you and I take ourselves to be. As we move into prayer, we're curious together about who am I or what am I? Maybe it's better to say, what am I? What am I in my true nature? What are you in your true nature? 
your true, we can call it a spiritual nature, but in reality with a capital R, what are you? There are monks that spend hours a day contemplating this question that they may become self-emptied and be spirit-filled. I claim I am, you are, we are more interested in our true nature than the story we would be running in our head in our apparent life that says something's wrong, something's wrong, something's wrong. What if it's not wrong? What if nothing is wrong? What if there's a true okayness to welcome in this moment? So we just allow ourselves in prayer right now to be curious about the depth and breadth of well-being that is. Now take whatever it is, what's what's on your mind, what's that burden I asked you about earlier? You can say it out loud, you can just call it forth from within your mind, just whatever it is. What is that thing right now? Maybe it'll be different tomorrow, but what is that thing that has you holding your breath, worried, fretting, that you think has to go a certain way or shouldn't go the way it did? What is it? Just see if you can relax your grip. Relax your grasp. See if you can relax your thinking. See if you can let go of you are the know-it-all who knows how it should be. And see if you with me right now, if we together can enter into some humility. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I can just witness miracles at the midst of this situation, accepting I don't know how it's supposed to unfold. And together, we're just seeing together if we can let go. Just let go more. Oh, I know what you, you prefer it this way versus that way. You, you're just sure you know what would be right. But what if you don't know? What if I don't know? Could we enter into this humility? That's what we're working on right now in this prayer. And let go. I'm working on this with you. I have something I'm needing to let go that's burdening me. I, I can feel it loosening as I speak this prayer. Prayer invites us always to let go. And it's not just let go and that's that. Something random will happen. We're letting go and letting love, letting love, letting love. We're letting love beauty. We're letting divine intelligence. So we're placing our faith in the divine intelligence, the love beauty that may be invisible to us and yet real, more real than what appears. And as we pray, we're practicing not judging by appearances, but instead trusting the movement of the divine intelligence, the divine love, the divine beauty that is. It's been written, all God needs, all this divine love, beauty, intelligence needs is a witness. We're so used to judging by appearances, calling it good, bad, right, wrong, fortunate, unfortunate, should, shouldn't. That's what we're interrupting as we pray. So 
just check in with yourself. Where are you? And letting go and letting love, taking your hands off of it. And trusting God's got it, love's got it. No matter what. So I'm so grateful to have this opportunity to pray this prayer of letting go, that you and I might live in the let go, unburdened, unfettered, unfurling in the mysterious love that is. This is what I let be, and so it is. Amen. 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 I really appreciate that. Again, it's Angela Montano. Prayer on the Air podcast is Mondays at 10 a.m. Please go to AngelaMontano.com and sign up for the for the uh, for the podcast. Be part of this prayer collective and subscribe to this YouTube channel that you'll find on YouTube, Angela Montano. Thank you. Peace and blessings. Thank you.